Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So I want to start out this week with another uh, feel-good story that I found. So a 69-year-old school bus monitor, Karen Klein, had been bullied and harassed by students to the point of tears. When the bullying students posted a 10-minute video verbally abusing the older woman that went viral, a kind-hearted stranger created an Indiegogo campaign with a goal to raise $5,000 to give Klein a much-needed vacation. The campaign took off and reached in donations allowing the woman to comfortably retire and escape her harassers and she also launched her own anti-bullying foundation oh my gosh that's so cool I know is that like restoring faith I'll tell you what if I ever found out that my child was a part of something like that I would beat the crap out of them yeah I mean well, the kids who bully aren't getting what they need at home, I think. I think that has a lot to do with it. Mm, pro- yeah. Um, especially if they're younger kids. So, I, I'm, so they're, you know, their parents aren't doing anything about it. No, probably So, not. yeah. Our children would never, mm. you know what I mean? Like, I, we've, we've raised them differently than yeah. to do stuff like that. Yeah. But, yeah. I. That was cool. I know. So... Now, I found, um, you know how Jimmy Fallon does his hashtags? Yeah. So I found a worst first dates mm-hmm. hashtag. So the first one is from at Sador93. I met a girl for a blind date once. She didn't say a single word throughout dinner, finished her meal, and walked out. I then checked my phone, and there was a message from the girl saying she couldn't make it tonight. <gasps> Who the hell did I eat with? <laughs> got some balls i know i wonder who she thought he was or like what was happening there i i have questions <laughs> maybe it was the actual girl one of her friends and she knew that he was supposed to meet somebody but she thought she hey gonna, free meal yeah i don't know that would be funny <laughs> um okay next one is from at linda childers one In college, a friend set me up on a blind date. I wasn't in a great mood because I had received a traffic ticket a few hours before. My date got worse when my blind date turned out to be the cop who gave me the ticket. Oops. Oh my gosh, I would die. That would be hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, you know, well, I probably wouldn't have been able to buy your dinner if I didn't have to pay for my ticket. Or if I was in a better mood, I might put out. <laughs> <laughs> but I got a ticket today, so <laughs> lost my boner, if you will. Okay, <laughs> next one from uh, Chelsea Thrash one. Was out on a date with a guy who said he had no money and borrowed $10 to buy a drink at a convenience store. Came back with a scratch off. Won 60 bucks and took me home since I wouldn't go to the strip club with his winnings. Uh, 
What a piece of shit. Well, that's a good thing because she didn't want to get yeah, stuck with him anyway. See ya. Next one at Forever Smiling 2. My first date and my first time at a sushi place, I decided to order 13 rolls. I thought rolls meant individual pieces of sushi. Let's just say I was embarrassed when we had to have two tables pushed together to hold them all. Oh my gosh. I would die. I would be like, no, Don't no, no, you no, no. think that <laughs> the would waitress say would say You would think so. Something. That's just rude. It is. It is. I, or even the, the date. Well, maybe that was, I mean, they might not have known either. Well, that's but, true. Yeah, somebody should have said something. Next one is at Her Story 07. On a first date, the guy asked me to smell his food because he thought it might be bad, then pushed it in my face. One and done. Mm -hmm. Ugh, what an asshole. Who would do that? Next one at Patrick AH81. Spilled soda on my crotch while pulling into her driveway. My first words when she answered the door were, it's not pee. Next one at Rock I think. While at dinner, I couldn't decide between the sea bass and the salmon, so I asked the waiter, how's your semen? Oh, my God. Absolutely mortified. <laughs> um, next one at Snooky Cookie 16 This one's just fucking weird. I met a guy online and we saw a movie on our first date. At the end of the night, when acting like he was going in for a kiss, he put his whole mouth over my nose and blew into it. Laughing, he says he does this to his dogs and calls it a puppy trumpet. What? <laughs> the actual... <laughs> I know! What? 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 She put, hashtag, I'm not a dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh wow well i mean i wouldn't even i wouldn't even know where to go from there i'd be i don't i'd be like um later i'd i yeah i mean that's shocking like that yeah would, that's shocking oh my god puppy trumpet <laughs> <laughs> don't well i went on a date once and for some reason we went back to his house i don't know why and we were in his room and he pulls down a box okay like bigger than a shoe box okay full of condoms <gasps> and he said you'll just have to help me go go through these or something like that i was like your ass better be taking me home right now Ew! yeah yeah oh my god does he think that's gonna work i don't know oh honey no no i was like uh yeah no that ain't happening oh what an ass Next one at Leslie Ganny. My date let me out of the car to wait on the curb while he parallel parked. After three failed attempts, he drove off. I had to walk home. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, he was so embarrassed he yeah, couldn't parallel that's, park. That's exactly what I think happened. He was just so embarrassed and pissed at himself. He was just like, fuck it. <laughs> but to leave her there? I know. What an asshole. Jesus, dude. Oh, my gosh. No wonder all of these guys are single. No shit. Uh, next one at Rick seven four six 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 nine seven nine. Seriously, Rick. <laughs> As a senior in college, I asked a cute girl out. 
Halfway through the date, she told me she was seriously thinking of becoming a nun after graduation in a few weeks. Oh, well. By the end of the date, she told me I had helped her decide to take the plunge. (laughs) (laughs) That's just mean. Yeah, you don't say it. Yeah. She'd be like, I think I've decided. Just just say, you know, this... This was nice, but yeah, I had I a great time. I don't but think I think we're compatible yeah. or whatever, and just or, leave it at that. Or I think I'm just gonna become a nun. Next one at MC Arthur one two three. The waiter came over and looked confused. He turned to my date and asked, "When did you stop being gay? We had a date last night." Oh. Oh my God, I'd be s- like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Oh my God, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, "Am I your beard? Is that what this is? <laughs> what? Oh my God, who does that?" Next one at Seawolves249. When a guy who I had just started seeing was a funeral director, picked me up with a body in the back of the car yeah. and said, we just need to make a quick stop to my office. <sighs> Ooh, I would get out. I, there, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I couldn't do that. I couldn't. I'd be like, okay, you do whatever the fuck you need to do and we'll reschedule. Yeah. Next one at Hey Feemster, I think. I had been diagnosed with an ulcer and put on medicine to clear my stomach. I farted and burped the whole time. I was so embarrassed. He still married me, though. (laughs) (laughs) Next one at Alcanon. We stopped by his family's barbecue on the way to our date and found out we were third cousins. Ew. Worst first date. Next one at Jerry Carlin. In college, I was invited to a girl's house for a home-cooked meal. Recipe called for two cloves of garlic. She used two heads of garlic. Oh, God. Sweated out the garlic for a month. All, uh, all's well that ends well. Married almost 30 years. Aww. She still can't cook, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. It's got to be something you like about her. <laughs> uh, next one at Uber for Cocobos. Mm. He picked me up to see a movie. I picked the movie. We arrived and he found out it was rated R. He freaked and told me he had to call his mom to get permission to watch it. He did. She said no. Date ended. We were both 21. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. When he freaked and called his mom, I would have been like, okay, where's my Uber? Yeah, really. Get me out of here. I'll call your freaking mom. Oh my God. (laughs) Are you serious? Who does that? Seriously. Like, no. That, the... That's a family with issues. Absolutely. She if said my, no. <laughs> yeah, if my son called me and asked if he could go see a rated R movie, I'd be like, "Why the fuck are you calling 21? me?" Yeah, honey. That, well, once again, that wouldn't happen. Yeah, but that's oh my gosh, total issues for sure. I hell, you know what movie I took Peyton to? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I still can't believe you did that. I was mortified. Oh my god. He was like, I was like, do you want to just go? How old is he? He was like 13, I Yeah, think. Jody took him he to see like... Sausage Party. <laughs> no. Oh, it wasn't? No, it was that spoof oh. on, um, Haunted House or something like that. Scary movie? No. It was the one with uh, Wayans. Yeah. Scary movie. It's a spoof of... Um, Scream, mainly. No, this was a spoof on one of the Haunted House movies. So, well, they did several. Yeah. There's like five scary movies, but they're called Scary Movie. I don't think that's what it was, but whatever. It was one, it was bad. It was so bad. It was very bad. 
I wonder which one it was, though. Was it the, did they do a stupid basketball thing in the middle of it? You no. remember that? It was, it was a spoof off of, um, oh, what were those movies where they had the cameras in the house? Oh, yeah, Paranormal Activity. Yes, it was a spoof of that, but it was yeah. called Haunted House, I think. I remember them doing, what was wrong with that one? Oh my God. Was it bad? Yeah. I don't remember that. Oh yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> I I thought you saw, took him to see Sausage Party. No, which that would have been. I think you did, or Eric did. Eric, Eric did. did. That's right. Eric did. Yeah, yeah. We're not very good parents. <laughs> you just don't think about. I still. I okay. Because I, I remember that movie, and I don't remember much bad about it. Yeah, but you weren't sitting there watching it with your thirteen-year-old son. I'm Maybe. sure. Maybe. I literally, in the middle of the movie, I'm like, you want to go? He's like, no, this is great. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, there was something it's very, very sexual. Like, very, very. I'm trying to remember, but, you know. I can't. It's been a long time. I forgot they did those. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. It was not good. He, he was having a blast, but. <laughs> I was not. I th- I'm sure it wasn't as bad as you think. I need um, to. I need to watch it though and see. I'm yeah. very curious now. Yeah. <laughs> think it. Think you're sitting there watching it with Joel, but like three years ago. Mm. Okay. I'll have to do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next one at C. Kel. He took me to a restaurant and went to the bathroom a lot and stepped out to take calls a lot. I thought it was weird, and then the waiter said, you know he's at another table with a blonde woman, right? He had two first dates at once. Ew. What a piece of shit. Didn't even try to hide it very well. No. Next one at M. Fonda. On our first date, my husband choked on an omelet and blew an onion out of his nose. <laughs> I married him anyway. <laughs> uh, next one at Kelly Sisluna. I don't know. He brought his parents. He was 25. If that's not bad enough, halfway through the meal, his mom asked me if I was going to finish mine while taking tinfoil out of her bag to wrap my food up. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, but when if if they would have said my parents are coming, I would have been He probably right didn't then. tell her. And she's probably too nice to just walk out. Because that's how people are. And it's ridiculous. We feel bad and they don't somehow. Yeah. What the fuck is that? When it's totally them that should feel like I an know. idiot. What the fuck? Anyway. <laughs> Next one. At Jordan Cohen to you. This really, I was really into this guy, but I was so nervous. Well, this is our first conversation. Guy, you smell good. Me? Thanks. I use both nostrils. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's silly. Okay. <laughs> Next one at... C.A. West 329. I went to a fancy restaurant thinking I was looking quite cute. When I introduced myself at the bar, my date said, I thought you'd be thinner. I grabbed his drink, poured it in his lap, and said, I thought you'd be smarter. And left and ate pizza that night. Good for you, girl. Yeah. People are so stupid. I know. Like, I know. (laughs) What the fuck? And they wonder, like, probably legitimately wonder why they're still single. Yeah. Ugh. Next one at Lemieux24. 
First date in high school, we were out at dinner, and I kept on feeling something funny in my sweater. My date commented on my fidgeting and was completely shocked when I reached up my sleeve and pulled out a pair of my mom's panties. <laughs> now I do my own laundry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I would be mortified. I wonder if they were like granny panties Probably. <laughs> Probably. If they were like sexy, she'd be like, oh, sorry, and just stick them in her pocket. <laughs> she'd probably like pull them up. <laughs> Gigantic or something. <laughs> okay, and this is my last one, and this is my favorite. At Anna Banana 0626. I tried to be an independent woman by walking quickly ahead of him and getting into the car parked out front before he could open the door for me. He knocked on the window and yelled through the glass, this isn't my car. <laughs> She's probably like, I knew that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I know. <laughs> All right. I did 10 creepy museums that you can actually visit. Oh, my God. I love museums. Okay. So the first one is the Mutter Museum. It's in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The Mutter Museum is a collection of bizarre bodily exhibits there is a wall of skulls, jars of fetuses, and a massive colon, just to name a few highlights. <laughs> Dr. Thomas Mutter donated his studies in 1858 in order to exhibit the study of disease and its treatment over time. It's perfect for those interested in the medically grotesque. Holy shit. I don't know if I'd want to go there or not. I would. I probably would, too. But... I'd be, like, horrified the whole time. But it would be cool. I was hoping that there would be something in Indiana we could go to, but there wasn't. Oh. We need to look up haunted museums and see if there's any in, in Indiana. Yeah. I would die. I love museums. They're, like, my I favorite. I like museums, too. And I could see one being haunted because of all the all artifacts. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lizzie Borden, Bed and Breakfast in Fall River, Massachusetts. Visit the site of an 128-year-old cold case. In 1892, Lizzie Borden may or may not have axed her father and stepmother, but people are pretty sure she did. Not only can you tour the crime scene, but you can even stay there overnight. It is decorated exactly the same as it was in 1892 with a few additional crime scene photos. We've said this before, but I would love to go there. I would too. Even... Even if it was just the way it was, you know, even if it wasn't like a crime scene, which makes mm -hmm. it so much better. Yeah. But just to see the way that houses were yeah. back then, yeah. that would be so cool. Yeah, it would be. Museum of Cryptozoology. Ooh. And that is in Portland, Maine. Cryptozoology means the study of hidden animals. So think Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, the Abominable Snowman, etc. Anything that has yet to be proven true, but is believed to be. They also have models of some crazy creatures that have been found, like a megamouth shark and the okapi, which is a half-giraffe, half-zebra hybrid. Huh. Hmm. Oh my gosh, I want to go so bad. I know. I don't even think... Oh, here's one in Fort, uh, Fort, Mid Fort Mitchell, Kentucky. Oh, well, I was going to say, because all these are not close at all yeah. so far. <laughs> uh, Glore Psychiatric Museum in St. Joseph, Missouri. This museum was originally inside a prison, which used to be an insane asylum, but has since been moved to right outside the gates. 
The exhibits display creepy mannequins demonstrating the antiquated and horrifying techniques used to treat mental health patients. Additionally, exhibits featuring 1,000-plus things swallowed by a patient during her stay, as well as paintings and other artistic projects done by patients. Holy shit. A prison that used to be an insane asylum. You know that place is haunted. Uh, yeah. For sure. Holy crap. I want to go. <laughs> I want to go so bad. Vent Haven Museum. This is the one that's in Fort Mitchell, Kentucky. Vent Haven Museum is a museum of ventriloquy. I don't think I want to go to that one. It has has all the creepy, moving, and talking dolls your heart desires. Oh my gosh. It's a whole building of lifeless eyes that are always following you. Fun. Hell no. Don't want to go to that one. No, that's creepy. Um, (laughs) Museum of Osteology? in oklahoma city oklahoma osteology is the study of bones so you can kind of picture what you would be dealing with here tons of skeletons human skeletons bird skeletons reptile skeletons etc there are about 300 skeletons in total that's about 300 more skeletons than any person should be standing in a room with holy crap i don't think i'd want to go to that one either that sounds kind of boring did you hear about the i think he was a uh he was a hip plastic surgeon or like a hip replacement guy Mm -hmm. and he kept i think most of the pieces of people that he removed oh yeah and they found it in his home and they like they don't know what to do (laughs) like because he didn't actually commit a crime no but you can't hold human bones basically is what it is so they're like, they don't know what to do. They don't know what to charge him with because he's not supposed to do that, but he didn't really hurt anybody. So it's like a victimless crime, but you can't do that. No, no I don't know. I, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal to me. I know, but well, and that's, yeah, that's what they're saying. Like yeah. half of the, half people are like, I mean, like who cares? Yeah. But then you can't, <laughs> you can't do that, I guess. So they're like, <laughs> They don't know what to do. Well, I'm sorry. If they don't know what to do, then then they're probation. Give yeah. them some probation Just and let it go. Whatever. Yeah. Just stupid. <laughs> uh, National Museum of Funeral History in Houston, Texas. If mortality intrigues you, this is a place to go. It features different types of coffins and hearses, as well as burial rites through the ages. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think I'd be too interested in that either. No. New Orleans Pharmacy Museum in New Orleans, Louisiana. Remember when they used to give cocaine as medicine? <laughs> well, I mean, we weren't there for that, but you know how that how they did that. It's also in Coke, Coca-Cola. It was originally, yes. Well, that's just the tip of the iceberg at the New Orleans Pharmacy Museum. They have leeches and opioid-soaked tampons and everything in between. Unfortunately, there are no free samples. Oh. Well, then why go? They had opioid-soaked tampons. <laughs> yeah, the, the they... people were feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what is a period? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Museum of Shadows Ooh. in Plattsmouth, Nebraska. 
The Museum of Shadows is known as one of the most haunted museums in the nation due to its collection of over a thousand haunted items. <gasps> Visitors have a myriad, I think I said that right, of paranormal experiences. And if just looking at the, the items is not enough, the museum also hosts ghost hunting. Ooh. They're probably not that hard to find just based on, again, the 1,000 plus haunted items. Oh my gosh. I would want to go there. Yeah. Yeah, I was very confused when you said the Museum of Shadows. I was like, what? <laughs> just a bunch of <laughs> shadows. I like... thought it was like um, pictures of shadows. Oh. I thought that might be cool, but that would be like an art museum. Yeah. That actually might be cool. Yeah, it might be cool. And the last one is the Museum of Death. I think this is the one that you brought up before. Yeah. It's in Los Angeles, California. This one does not need much explaining. It promises death and dying, and that's what it delivers. It also supposedly has the largest collection of artwork done by serial killers. Serial killers like to paint, too. They're just like us. Huh. Yeah. Is that the one you talked about? Well, I talked about the, the Museum of Death, and I believe there are two of them. Oh. But I also talked about Body Works. Which yeah, that's I, the one I was thinking. I'm really surprised it's not on here. Yeah, that's weird. Oh, was that it? Yep. Oh. But yeah, I that's when you said museums, I thought for sure Body yeah. Works would be on there. But yeah. Hmm. Which Body Works is a uh, that would be so creepy. To, just that would to, be, yeah. But it would be cool too. I just I love museums. I would go to all of them. I don't care. I used to take Peyton uh to the Children's Museum, mm-hmm. which is okay, but I also took him once to another one of the museums i don't remember if it was just the state museum or oh yeah i love that place it's just it's fun and yeah i like it yeah and they're usually pretty cheap usually okay this week i did people who disappeared and then shared what happened Ooh. this and it's it's not what you think oh i, I was very excited too but no oh. um but i got these from ranker and it's an article from sarah bloomert I think I got these from Ranker. I don't know. <laughs> Shit. Anyway, my first one, I went sleepwalking one night when I was 10 years old, unlocked the front door and went for a stroll through the neighborhood. I woke up a few hours later in the middle of the street, barefoot, in a cul-de-sac I'd never been in before. Scared the bejesus out of me. Ended up running through the streets until I found my way back home. My parents had been shitting bricks looking for me all over. They put a lock on my door after that so I couldn't go for any more midnight strolls. That would suck. Yeah, that would be so scary. Yeah, I wake would. up in the middle of the freaking road. Oh my gosh, Could I no, and especially oh my gosh, if you were her parents, oh my, I would mm, die. I would too. Um, this one's pretty funny. Uh, so back when I was in Boy Scouts, my troop lost me twice in the same night. What? Say that again. Okay, well, so when I was back in Boy Scouts, my troop lost me oh. twice in the same night. While I was still in my tent. What? <laughs> we were at Camp Decora in Iowa. We had an idea to go to perform a raid on the counselor's tents and cabins. I was feeling ill, so I said, I'm not feeling well. I'm going to go to sleep. They acknowledged this, expressed regret that I wasn't coming along, and went to have their fun. When they were done, they, they retreated into the wood line to, make, uh, to take a head count. They expect me to be in the head count because they forgot I had stayed back. So now there is a missing camper. The entire camp is set to search for me. 
sometime during this, a guy from my troop decides to get, to get this, check the tents. I'm in my tent, as I should be, so he goes to report that I'm found. I go to the bathroom during this. Someone comes back to the camp, checks my tent. I'm in the bathroom, so I'm not there. Now I'm missing again. I get found sooner this time, though. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Leah, you're taking all my room. <laughs> Next one, when I was four, I got lost in a city that was, uh, and was rescued by what my dad thought was a sketchy group. We had dinner in Chinatown with another family, five kids in all. When crossing the street after dinner, we were all holding hands in a big chain. My older sibling let go. When the light changed and everyone crossed, I stayed on the sidewalk. I was looking through a window into a barber shop where some huge guy was having his head shaved. I can still picture the scene. When I finally look around, everyone is gone. I started to cry, and a group of teenagers approached and asked if I was lost. I said yes. A tall kid hoisted me up on his shoulders and started down the block. Other kids split up and went into different directions. We rounded a corner and I saw my dad. He turned white and ran towards us. The kid lowered me to the ground and a few other kids were there. They stood around awkwardly while the tall kid explained what happened to my dad. My dad, not a demonstrative guy, flung himself at the kid and hugged him. (laughs) My mom appeared and picked me up. Years later, my dad told me that he saw the same group of kids hanging around when he first parked in the city that evening and was suspicious because they looked like they were up to no good. He was embarrassed and tried to be less judgmental after that. Wish I could thank those guys, but this was a long time ago. Oh, that's a good story. It is. Next one, when I was eight, I was spending the night at my grandparents' house. My grandmother was working second shift and her car got broken down on the way home. My grandfather had put my brother and I into the car and go to get her. He didn't wake us up. He just carried us out one at a time. Me first. When he came back with my brother, I was gone. He put my brother down and did a sweep around the house. No luck. Their house was on a 62-acre farm. He freaks and calls my grandmother, yelling that I had disappeared and that he wasn't going to be there anytime soon. She had him recheck the house in the closets and under the bed. After 45 minutes of searching, he found me asleep under my uncle's bed. My uncle was in Africa in the Peace Corps at the time. My grandfather reminded me of his terror for years after. (laughs) Bring on the guilt. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Next one, I was hiking to see the volcanic eruption back in 2010. On my way back, I got separated from my group. There were about 8 to 10 people, one of whom was a very good friend of mine. I tend to walk pretty fast, especially on my way down from a mountain. This was in March in Iceland, so it gets dark pretty soon and fast. Unfortunately for me, I didn't have a torch on me, and in maybe a half an hour, everything went pitch black. I had chosen to walk the same path as I went up. This was, an extremely, this was extremely stupid of me, as the path was about 5 meters away from a 15 meter drop into a canyon. Not only that, but the path was beside a waterfall. Waterfalls tend to have a lot of mist coming off of them. Said mist goes onto the path, and because this is March in Iceland and on a mountain, it's about negative 5 degrees Celsius, which is about 41 degrees, without wind chill. Chill. That mist turns basically into an ice skating rink on a 45 degree angle. I had been lost for about five hours. I didn't turn up until I got, got down from the mountain. But I was 
one of 20 that got lost that Saturday, two of whom perished. Oh, no. Next one. Uh, when I was a young lad, my brother and I used to go to gymnastics, this gymnastics play area. They had trampolines, those bars you swing around, and a tightrope over a pit full of pieces of foam. My brother and I decided to play hide-and-seek. I hid first. About an hour later, the place is closing, and my mom asked my brother where I am. He says, we're playing hide-and-seek, and I've hidden really well. Three hours later, the staff has locked all the doors and phoned the police. My mom is in a blind panic. My brother had given up on finding me and was bouncing on a trampoline. <laughs> The staff were frantically tearing the place apart looking for me. My brother got bored of trampolining, so he decided to play in the foam pit. He jumped in and heard a loud ouch. <laughs> I climbed out of the foam and said, did I win? <laughs> we never went back to that place. <laughs> How could a child sit somewhere I know. for hours and i guess they really just wanted to play hide and seek <laughs> next one i was at a college house party went there with several friends i didn't have a cell phone yet i ended up coming home with a guy and hooking up with him woke up the next day checked my email on his computer and found a ton of frantic emails from my friends they actually thought that i had been taken or had taken my own life i was very depressed at the time they filed a missing persons report with campus security, and several friends were searching for me in the woods. So my friends thought it was more likely I'd gotten taken than gotten laid. <laughs> well, how rude. <laughs> Next one, I was living with my new husband in a town about a thousand miles away from my mother, who has always been a world-class warrior. This was in the days before everyone had a cell phone. His entire family was going to be visiting in a few days, so I was polishing up the apartment to look good, and in the process of wiping fingertips off the phone, I turned the ringer off and didn't notice. we just moved in, so several days without any calls wasn't unusual. Fast forward, the in-laws had just arrived, and I'm laying down in the bedroom taking a nap because I had, a, I had been spit-shining everything in the place and making tasty baked goods, all while coming down with a bad cold. There's a knock on the front door. My husband comes to the bedroom and says there's someone who wants to talk to me. It's the police. <laughs> and they insist on talking to me alone in the hallway to make sure everything is truly okay. Then they tell me that my mother... Then they tell me to call my mother. I come back in to see his parents, sister, brother-in-law, their seven kids, and a pass of assorted aunts, uncles, and cousins all staring silently at me. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Mom didn't have our address. All she knew was a description of the building. The town was small enough so that so the police knew where it was, but they didn't know what apartment. So they knocked on every other door in the entire building before getting us on the top floor corner unit. It's going to be me one day. I know it. You're like, she didn't answer the for an hour. Will you check on her, please? <laughs> Okay. Next one. I was missing for eight hours on my very first day of first grade and mobilized the entire police force of a rural town where I grew up. Before I was old enough for school, my single mother used to drop me off at daycare, um, at a daycare place every day and pick me up every evening. This was in 1986, so way before cell phones or pagers were common. 
When I got old enough for first grade, my mom took me out of daycare because it was expensive and school would be my daycare. My school was brand new, so my first day was also the first day of the school to open. It was also the principal's first day as a principal and my teacher's first day as a full-time teacher. (laughs) The first day of school was perfectly normal. I wrote ABCs, drew pictures with crayons, etc., just like daycare. My only specific memory was the cafeteria staff bringing our lunches to our classroom because the construction in the cafeteria wasn't complete yet. School gets out and I head to the buses, uh, staring dutifully at the bus number my mom had wrote on my hand. But the after-school pickup van for the daycare where we used to attend was also there. The staffer from the daycare recognized me as I was walking by and called, Hey, we're over here. Come on, we're about to leave. (laughs) I guess she didn't know or didn't remember that my mom had taken me out of daycare. Anyhow, this lady was a known adult authority figure, so I assumed plans had been changed, and I got on the bus. My mom gets off work and waits at my bus stop. I didn't get off the bus. She calls the school and they mobilize the whole staff to look for me. They didn't find me. Hours have passed and she's in full freakout mode. She calls the police. The police start searching the fields and farms near the school, but no luck. They bring in more officers and more officers until pretty much the entire police force of this tiny town is looking for me. Meanwhile, my principal and my teacher are having the worst day of their lives. (laughs) How could they lose a fucking six-year-old on their very first day? (laughs) All the searching turns up nothing, and it's past midnight now. Oh, my God. I would die. I know. Some poor officer had to tell my mom, man, you should go home. We'll keep looking all night, but we won't be able to find much until the morning. My mom goes home thinking her baby is probably gone and arrives home to find her answering machine full of messages from the daycare. So, yeah, I managed to upset an entire school system and traumatize my mom on the first day of school. I still refuse to accept responsibility. I was just doing what the grown-ups told me. <laughs> Next one, I had a Tinder account but was too embarrassed to tell my friends. So I, so when I actually hit it off with this guy and he asked me out on a date, I didn't tell anyone. At the time I was in college and in a sorority and we had weekly Sunday meetings, I never missed a meeting and lived with some of my sorority sisters. So we always walked to the meetings together. Well, this date was on a Sunday, but I told the guy I had to be back for the meeting. He was picking me up and taking me to dinner, but wouldn't say where. Super sketchy, but I went with it. Turns out the great the, the date went great. So great that dinner lasted forever, and then we went out for ice cream. I totally lost track of time, missed my meeting, and of course didn't check on my phone. I got back to my apartment hours after the meeting ended. It was, a f- it was full of my roommates and other sorority sisters freaking out about where I was. I was so giddy after the day, I totally wasn't expecting all the scared and angry looks. I said some lie about getting caught up at the library and forgetting my phone. <laughs> if I recall, that went on and said that they, um, they're still together. The, her and that guy are still together. Oh. So it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Next one, my friend and I left left the mall and walked to a friend's apartment about two miles away. This was before cell phones were common. I called my mom from the friend's house uh, later to pick us up and said we were at ZYX Apartments and we would meet her by the pool. It turns out I didn't know what the hell apartment complex we were at and had accidentally told my mom the wrong ones. After about six hours, we were freaking out and so was she. We were sitting in a little warm area 
and saw her car drive, drive by slowly and start to leave. We caught up and opened the door and got in. I started to say, Mom, what the... And then she let me have it. I believe I'm still technically grounded. (laughs) Next one, I got blackout drunk on the 4th of July and presumably tried to walk home from my friend's house. First thing I remember is being in a really sketchy part of town about eight miles away from home with my phone at a battery and still shit-faced. We went went around knocking on people's doors at three in the morning trying to use a phone. I eventually stumbled on stumbled to a grocery store at like five in the morning and asked for directions when i walked outside these two real sketchy looking guys who were picking up more booze at the store asked if i wanted a ride being a very trusting and drunk as shit i accepted they lit up a blunt and we smoked it as they gave me a ride home i stumbled into my house at six to be screamed at by my girlfriend who thought i was gone because the last text she got from me was help i lost And this is my last one. I had a 12-day period of disassociative amnesia while I was in the USAF. I was doing laundry one Sunday night while waiting to start extra cleaning duty. I woke up 12 days later to my supervisor shaking me awake in my dorm room. No one saw me for 12 days. No one heard from me. I was not a recluse. I was extremely outgoing and easily noticed. How I vanished for 12 days is unknown to me. I was considered AWOL. I was medically separated with a $25,000 severance and told by the USFA uh, psychiatrist that I was useless. I couldn't explain it, and through every pill I was prescribed and some therapy, they couldn't unlock my brain. It said that it does not happen to people who are in their older 20s, but it did. It only happened to me one time. My brain scan shows that Uh, Quote, the hole everyone has is larger in yours kind of thing. I never looked into it as I really don't want to know what I did. I had no reason to desert. I was in for over six years at that point. I'd been to uh, Saudi, South Korea, France, Spain, and was in Germany at the time. I fucking loved my time enlisted and would do it again. That's weird. It is weird. And like... One, you can't, like, where where was he? Was he, I mean, like, I just, I'm so confused by that one. You can't go 12 days without food and water. Like, that's impossible. You would die. Yeah, so it's like, was he actually conscious? He and just like, doesn't remember? Well, it said disassociative amnesia. So, yeah, like, so he, he just was... didn't know what was going on. But for 12, like, What? Didn't he have any friends or anything? That's what he said. He was popular and really social. And he was like, how I disappeared, I have no idea. But he was in his dorm room 12 days later when he was woken up. That's weird. Yeah. Super weird. And what's with the hole in the brain thing? Well, I think, like, 
like they're just saying that because they don't know you know like mm. oh well everyone's hole is bigger or yours is bigger than everyone else's you know like what weird that is very weird anyway those are mine all right it's time for the witty wrap-up yay witty wrap-up these are just uh funny halloween stories oh yay I had a kid come to my door later than all the other kids. He dressed all in red. He didn't say trick or treat. He said, I'm your period. Sorry, I'm late. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's so weird. (laughs) What? (laughs) Kids are weird. Yes. (laughs) Yes, they are. I was the class clown and thought it would be funny to come to school dressed as our teacher for Halloween. (laughs) I should have. I showed up early and sat at the teacher's desk. Then the teacher comes in dressed as me and sat at my desk. I guess Shut he overheard up. my plan. Oh my gosh! That's the best! Isn't that crazy? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> In 1994, I went to a party where three people dressed up like David Hasselhoff from Baywatch. At one point, someone accidentally fell into the pool and all the Hasselhoffs jumped in to save him. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my god. <laughs> David Hasselhoff. Oh my gosh. Do you remember when he was so popular? He still is. There are people are obsessed with him. It is insane. Like what? <laughs> I mean I never got it, but I didn't either, but whatever. I mean, yeah, people love him. <laughs> I brought the wrong kid home. Oh. Didn't notice till the mask came off. <gasps> Oh my god! Oh my god, I would die. I'd be like, get out of my house. Oh my gosh, that's a nightmare. One time my mom did a full witch costume, green face and all. Neighbor asked, finally dressed as your true self? She said, no, I modeled it off your wife's wedding photos. We don't speak to them anymore. To be fair, he was rude for no reason. Seriously? Yeah, he started off. He started it. Yeah. (laughs) She just finished it. (laughs) That's right. I had to work on Halloween last year, and this girl in a taco costume came in, ordered tacos, and about three bites into it, she asked her friends, is this cannibalism? (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) We had a lady down the street, Crazy Lynn. She gave us cigs for, instead of candy, we were like eight. Oh, my God! (laughs) Oh my god. She was not prepared. No. <laughs> I'm an adult in my 30s who is very short. About 10 years ago, I convinced a really tall friend of mine to take me trick-or-treating. I dressed up from head to toe and held her hand as we walked. We shared the candy after. Oh my god. That is the best. That's hilarious. <laughs> Decided to go trick-or-treating at age 19 with a bunch of college friends. We knew we were too old, so we came up with a gimmick. Halloween carols. We changed the words of Christmas carols to be about monsters and candy. Our college president loved it. That's great. What I, like, I've seen posts on Facebook like this. Mm -hmm. If teenagers come to my house and they are trick-or-treating, other than doing things they shouldn't be doing, I'm giving those kids candy. Yeah, who cares? Seriously. One time I went to a Halloween party dressed as Where's Waldo, and my friends thought it would be funny to pretend they couldn't find me the whole night. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, hey guys, what are you doing? <laughs> oh my god. I can't find him anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I saw this post on Facebook. This guy did like a beautiful like landscape painting and he hid Bigfoot behind a tree. Oh, it was the coolest thing. Cool. I know, I, I loved it. it. I know me too. I don't mm. I don't know. <laughs> it was really like it was just a cute little you know just a little extra thing yeah, in there it was yeah. so cool i'd I love, love to have something like me that me too i would love it i dressed as mr potato and got pulled over by a cop he thought i was a potato and asked oh wait i think i messed that up <laughs> i dressed as mr peanut oh okay i got pulled over by a cop he thought i was a potato and asked if i was baked <laughs> But he was a peanut, so that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, he thought he was a potato. I know, but. (laughs) That's so funny, though. Are you baked? (laughs) The doorbell made our great Dane nervous, so we gave him some vet-prescribed Xanax to relax for the night. But he was so stoned that at one point, he walked out the front door and peed on someone's dad. Oh. (laughs) Oh, poor puppy. Sorry. Oh, I love Great Danes. Have you ever, like, stood next to a Great Dane? I don't think so. They are huge. Yeah. It's kind of intimidating, but they're so sweet, Mm. and they're just dogs. Yeah. They're just gigantic. (laughs) I dressed as Tony the Tiger and lost track of my friends at the bar, but luckily, three strangers dressed as Snap, Crackle, and Pop (laughs) were sitting on the other side of the bar. Spent the rest of the night with them talking cereal. (laughs) That's hilarious. Oh my gosh, he found his people. (laughs) I was dressed up as a fortune teller at a college party. This guy comes up to me and asks me to read his palm. I told him he'd get drunk and have a good time. He came back an hour later and told me I was the real deal and (laughs) fell over a table. (laughs) I bet he really thought that she knew (laughs) what she was talking about. At Six Flags, when a zombie ran out of the haunted house with an older woman chasing him, she was swinging her, pur- her purse and screaming he had no right to scare her. She was just trying to find the bathroom. Oh, my God. The only times I ever seen a zombie apologize. <laughs> so she was chasing the zombie. Yes. Okay. Yes. The Weird. woman was chasing the zombie <laughs> and swinging her purse at him. Oh, well, she, she solved it all. Yeah. I'm going to be with her at the... Yeah. At the end. <laughs> the one year my mom was a sugar-free kick. Wait. <laughs> You're rubbing off on me. I know, mm-hmm. right? I couldn't read for nothing. Actually, it's it's a typo. Mm. Anyway, one year my mom was, a, was on a sugar-free kick. She didn't want me to trick-or-treat. I finally convinced her to let me go. She only let me go to houses on our block. And I only got fruit. Turns out she had supplied the neighbors with the fruit. That's just mean. That is mean. I am sorry. That is just mean. Like one night, you can't. Yeah. You can't let your child be a kid for one night. That's not a good mom. No. Hubby dressed as the creepiest clown. Someone we never met at the party had a phobia. His friends told us his name and asked my husband to come by and say, See you in your dreams, Rob. (laughs) Dude, Rob lost it. So funny. A new 
teacher for the year came in on Halloween and dressed as Gandalf. He said, just kidding. I don't look like this. He took off his costume and now he just looks like Dumbledore. (laughs) (laughs) I went to a costume party dressed up as a whoopee cushion once. I ended up getting tackled to the ground by a swarm of eight-year-olds and they all started jumping up and down on my chest because they were trying to make the farting noises come out. Oh my gosh. Where are the parents? Seriously, that's like assault. Yes, it is. (laughs) After no answer, our neighbor peeked out of her door and said, I do not have on pants and threw candy at us. (laughs) Okay. Maybe put some on. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's not that hard. (laughs) While trick-or-treating, one of our otter neighbors told us that although he was out of candy, we could have some deer legs from the buck he just cleaned. Oh, we thought it was cool. Mom, not so much. <laughs> Ew. That's gross. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is otter a word? Otter. Like odd. I know otter. what I know what they meant, but is that an actual I don't word? I don't know. Just wondering. Would you be more odd? One of know. our otter friend otter? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> now you're saying it too much and it just sounds stupid. Well, I keep thinking O T T E R. Oh like no, animal. it's not an otter. I know it's but otter. I'm sorry. And this is my last one. Okay. Took my daughter trick-or-treating. An old man answered the door and handed her one Hershey kiss. He then handed me one stick of gum from a pack because he liked to be generous with the moms. I looked at his wife and she winked at me. Oh. Ew. What? Weirdos. People are weird. That's all I got. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. That will help us in the list. <laughs> whatever. Whatever list that is. We need is, more listeners. Help. Yes. So recommend It'll help us. people find us. Yes. And we need that. We need more stories. Send them in to ghoulsnightoutpodcast at gmail.com. You can look us, up, look us up on Facebook and like the page. Join the group. And we'll talk to you next week. Later. Bye.